Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's the final countdown, the Senate race that folks are calling the fight for the soul of the nation. President Trump's accusers speak out, but it's what his own U.N. ambassador said that now has everyone talking. Plus, why Donald Trump just can't seem to change the channel. This is the State of America Tonight. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I need Alabama to go vote for Roy Moore. I couldn't vote for Roy Moore. I didn't vote for Roy Moore. Women who accuse anyone should be heard. I have been all over the state. Folks, he's in hot. I can't recall the closing days of a major statewide election where one of the two major party nominees simply vanishes. I think people who have been around the president know that he is a television addict. It paints a portrait of a president who is fueled by Diet Coke and a steady stream of cable news. Hello, everyone. I'm Kate Baldwin, live in New York. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America Tonight. Things that are expected, things that are not. You know I love themes. Expected. The day before an election, everyone starts saying it all comes down to turnout. True. Not expected. It's just days before a critical election, and the Republican candidate is MIA. But that is what you've got going on in Alabama right now. The embattled Republican candidate, nowhere to be found. Something the, Democrat, the, the Democratic opponent that he's running against is all too happy to highlight. I have been all over the state. I can't remember the number of uh, places over the last two months. We've been some 250, 250, some 60 events over the last couple of months. Roy Moore's done two in the last three weeks, maybe two in the last month. He's staying here. He's not even in the state of Alabama this weekend. He went to the Army-Navy game. At least that's the reports. Folks, he's in hiding. I don't know about in hiding, but I do know that Roy Moore hasn't held a public event since last Tuesday. Literally unheard of when a campaign is coming down to the wire. This is not the norm, but uh, clearly it is the strategy that they think, let's just try to ride this out. We've only got to get through Tuesday. And if we have enough of our supporters out there, I don't need to be out on the stump fearful of taking questions or uh, having controversial interactions with reporters or voters over these allegations. Those allegations, including alleged sexual abuse of a 14-year-old girl when Moore was in his 30s, those are sure are not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Though Moore hasn't been seen in public, um, he did tape an interview to deny the allegations once again that aired over the weekend. I do not know them. I had no encounter with them. I never molested anyone. And for them to say that, I don't know why they're saying it. But it's not true. And regardless, none of this is stopping President Trump from now jumping all in for that controversial Republican in a rally first on Friday. So get out and vote 
for Roy Moore. And also on a robocall to voters today. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I need Alabama to go vote for Roy Moore. But if Alabama elects liberal Democrat Doug Jones, all of our progress will be stopped cold. We need Roy to help us with the Republican Senate. We will win and we will make America great again. That gets me to another expected, not expected in American politics today. Expected. A Democrat in any race is hoping and praying that former President Barack Obama would come to help them and campaign for them. Not expected, telling that very same president when he does want to come to your aid, hold on a second, maybe, maybe not actually. But that again is what's happening in the same Alabama race. CNN is reporting that President Obama recorded something of a dueling robocall against Trump's for the Democratic candidate, Doug Jones, but the campaign has yet to decide whether they're going to be putting it out. Remember... They're voting tomorrow. And the candidate himself seems to be trying to say he doesn't know anything about it. You know, I'm going to be candid with you guys. I, I, I know that there have been a lot of robocalls rec- uh, uh, that have been recorded. I don't know what's being used. That is just not something I'm doing. Add another thing that is not expected that is happening in this race right now. The senior senator from that very same state. He has been in Congress for 40 years. He's a member of the Republican Party, and he waits to weigh in on the race until two days beforehand. What does he do? He trashes the fellow Republican in the race. I didn't vote for Roy Moore. I wouldn't vote for Roy Moore. I think the Republican Party can do better. I think so many accusations, so many cuts, so many drip, drip, drip. Uh, When it got to the 14-year-old story, story, uh, that was enough for me. I said, I can't vote for Roy Moore. Now stand by to see what impact that definite non-endorsement will have on voters. Again, they go to the polls tomorrow. And we go now to the next expected, non-expected in politics today. Expected. Women who came forward to tell their stories of sexual harassment against the president of the United States during the campaign. Well, they came out during the campaign. It's expected that they will continue, especially in this environment, to tell their stories as they did today. They've investigated other Congress members, so I think it only stands fair that he be investigated as well. If they were willing to investigate Senator Franken. Um, I think it's only fair that they do the same for Trump. But what is not expected is that the president's U.N. ambassador would also be speaking out and saying that those same women deserve to be heard. But that is exactly what Nikki Haley did over the weekend on CBS. Women who accuse anyone should be heard. They should be heard and they should be dealt with. And I think we heard from them prior to the election. And I think any woman who has felt violated or felt mistreated in any way, they have every right to speak up. That is something. We will discuss it. No word yet if the ambassador is facing any blowback yet from within the White House over that statement. But it could be a statement also of just how secure Nikki Haley thinks that her job really is by stepping out that much from where the White House has been on this. But let's head over to Congress now. Things that are expected. Republicans pushing for a tax cut before the end of the year. Things that are not expected. Republicans racing towards their deadline. And key key lawmakers still don't know what is in said tax cut bill. 
The White House says that the president will deliver a speech at the Treasury, Treasury on Wednesday, just as Republicans are set to hold their first kind of public conference, if you will, as they try to square up the separate versions of the bill in the House and Senate. We got a glimpse, perhaps, of what the president's pitch will be Friday night. And I can think of no better Christmas present for the American people than giving you a massive tax cut. I can't wait to sign that tax cut. But then comes the unexpected. Even Republican lawmakers are now still scratching their heads about what exactly they could eventually be voting on. One key vote here, Republican Senator Susan Collins. Hear what she has to say. I always wait until the final version of the bill is brought before us before I make a final decision on whether or not to support it. There are major differences between the House and Senate bills, and I don't know where the bill is going to come out. Remember, this is no small thing. A tax overall hasn't happened in this country in three decades. This is a major vote when it happens, and that will leave a, a major mark on every lawmaker's record. So advice here, since no one's asking me for it, vote and vote wisely, my friends. And finally, things that we've all come to expect. The president watching and commenting on coverage of his administration, especially cable news coverage. But what no one really has expected or known until now was just how much he consumes. And I'm not even talking just about TV. I'm also talking about Diet Cokes. Let me explain. The New York Times published a revealing TikTok of his daily grind in the Oval Office. Their sources tell them that Trump watches between four and eight hours of television a day and drinks a dozen, a dozen Diet Cokes every day. And Donald Trump's biographer, one of them, says he can vouch for that TV diet as well. I think um, people who have been around the president for any real period of time know that he's a television addict. He's probably watching us right now. But four to eight hours of TV news, I work in TV news, and I also know that's not healthy if that's how much cable news you're watching. And I also feel with all of that, it now requires a medical, ex- medical disclaimer with, my, with, with our monologue in the open. Please consult your physician before trying any of this at home. Let's move on. More now on the Alabama election, where the stakes are so high that both President Trump and former President Obama are weighing in dueling messages of support. CNN's senior political analyst Mark Preston is joining me now from Washington. Mark, this is the most unusual of unusual races. What do you make of these robocalls, um, one of which we haven't yet heard? Um, what impact does this have? Well, it's the last ditch of the last ditch effort right now to try to get core supporters now to come out to the polls. And for our viewers around the world right now, Kate, this election is by itself. It is not part of a greater uh, election, other contests happening across the country. This is a special election in Alabama, very narrow, very low voter turnout. So these robocalls we're seeing right now from President Trump trying to energize his base, the 30, 35 percent of Americans, certainly Alabamians, who support him to come out for Judge Roy Moore. And as you said, we still haven't heard the robocall that President uh, Obama, former President Obama, had cut for Doug Jones. The reason for that is there's a little bit of concern that if they put that out, would it upset white voters in Alabama? But I got to tell you what, for Doug Jones to win, he needs the African-American vote. I would, right. be, I would be very surprised if we don't hear this President Obama robocall go out in the next few hours. Well, especially after it's reported that the President Obama has 
what the heck has got the robocall. Once you've talked about it, it's out there. You kind of need to put it out or it makes kind of a statement. Great to see you, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Kate. All right, coming up for us. No matter who wins the Alabama Senate race tomorrow, Republicans will face a steep challenge in the aftermath. Why are some calling this race a lose-lose for the president's party? Hmm. Panel weighs in next. All eyes are on Alabama, the final day before the polls open. And in a race that has seen no end and no shortage of surprises, embattled Republican candidate Roy Moore is nowhere to be found. Maybe Jack Kingston brought him along today. Uh, And Democrat Doug Jones can't seem to decide if he wants President Obama's support. That's how weird things are. Yes, this is just a Senate race, folks, but it really matters here in the United States and around the world. Jack Kingston is here. CNN political commentator, former congressman from the great state of Georgia. He was a senior advisor to the Trump campaign. Bill Press is the host of the Bill Press Show. Nathan Gonzalez is a CNN political analyst and editor and publisher of Inside, Inside Elections. And Jim Garrity is a senior political correspondent for the National Review. Let's get to it. We never have enough time and I have too many questions. Nathan, this has been, I'll just call it unusual, okay? We'll just sum it up with an unusual race in, in Alabama. What matters in the final day before they vote. Don't talk to me about turnout. But what <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's both a cliche and it's reality. And that's why the pollsters are, why I'm skeptical of the polls. I'm not someone who just throws them out, but all the pollsters are trying to guess on what the electorate's going to look like. Exactly. How many African-American voters, how many white voters, and all that matters, particularly if it's going to be close. And, uh, you know, so I think we shouldn't be surprised about either result right now. Doug Jones or Roy Moore, either one can win. We're all going to be surprised because that just makes it more exciting. It is no small thing that the senior senator from Alabama, man that I know you know, came out yesterday, two days before they vote, and said, I cannot vote for Roy Moore. Richard Shelby is not someone who chases around cable news interviews. He is actually never does interviews, and he never does interviews with me, despite how many times I've asked him. (laughs) I'm not I'm not bitter at all. Um, he did that interview and made that statement very specifically for a very specific reason. Do you think it will have an impact? Uh, no, I, won't. I don't, because um, the Roy Moore voters are Roy Moore people first before the Republicans. They're not concerned about Washington endorsements. It's also possible that uh, Senator Shelby, who's, who's very close to being chairman of the Appropriations Committee, should Thad Cochran have more health problems, that he wants to send a signal to somewhat the Washington establishment. Oh, so a conspiracy a theory. There may be a little long game that's being played here, but it won't make any difference to the Roy Moore uh, folks. But what about those, not, those non-existent persuadable voters, though, Bill Press? Uh, first of all, i got to say, I think it may be also that Richard Shelby has some moral character and is showing it in, this, in, his, uh, in his statement. Can you say that I with a straight face should. when it comes to a politician? Uh, uh, it's Speaking t- to a former politician right it, here? Yes, it is tough. Believe it or not, there are some who do have mor- moral character. Look, <laughs> I have to agree with Nathan. It does depend on turnout, which is why I think this Barack Obama robocall uh, is important and is significant. Why haven't they released it? But they should have released it. Oh, well, I, I, well, I don't know why they haven't. I, I thought, know, I thought it, it had been released. Not yet. But, we know the contents of it. We don't is, think it's been pushed out. It is turnout. Barack Obama got the largest African-American turnout. No surprise. But when he like ran 20, for president, 25 percent. And uh, if they get, the, if Doug Jones gets that, then he's got a damn good chance of let, let winning. Me, let me give you the numbers that you told me not to refer to. Everyone can go to sleep for one second. Go, Jack. In the Republican Party 
runoff, which is usually the lowest vote. There were 480,000 voters. In the Democrat primary, they did not have a runoff, but in the primary, there were 160. That uh, sixty-five thousand. Okay. So no going surprise. into this, going into but this, the base b- no vote surprise. of more. But don't you think is, so much has changed since that? Wrong? Yeah. Like, don't you yeah. think so much has changed since? Well, that? a lot of it has changed, but there's no way in the world that those voters who voted for Roy Moore are going to defect to Jones. But what will happen is he may pick up some of the Luther Strange voters, but he's not going to pick up all of them. And all Roy Moore has to do is, is split those in half, and he's in. The, 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 the numbers are, are totally I, I against. I think it's easy to say that Doug Jones has had, a higher, has had a higher hill to climb. I think he does just because he has a D next to his yeah. name, regardless. When you ask me what, is the, what really matters, the question is how many Alabama Republicans don't want anybody to know they're going to vote for Doug Jones? And how many people don't want anyone to know they're going to vote for Roy Moore? Which choice is more embarrassing? Which one yeah. is good? Don't let the neighbors hear. Shh, how put is it down. that possible? Yeah. When it comes down okay. to it, like these are the candidates yeah. that end up getting served up. It's because like people you want to only yeah. tell people in private that you're going to vote if for. If you're a conservative pro-life Republican, yeah. then you've got a lot you don't like about Roy Moore. Yeah. But Doug Jones is going to vote against your way for the next three years. So the question is, which you know, pick your poison. Which one do you want to take? Well, here's yeah. this also raises I, I, an intriguing question of. Where the heck has Roy Moore been? I mean, things that are not normal. Um, the, when it's coming down to the wire, I'm just going to not do any public events. Why is it ever better to okay. see less of a candidate uh, right before you go to vote? Well, I, I, have to, I, have to remind, <laughs> I have to remind my friend Bill and others, but um, that's what Bill Clinton did. Whenever the heat oh, got God. rough because of uh, Whitewater or whatever or Monica, he, went he went overseas. Absolutely, and um, so sometimes I think there's wisdom in funny. staying out of the public. Funny, I thought I remember him doing on, going on 60 Minutes after the Paula Jones thing came out. Maybe I'm misremembering that, but look, I'll if I were accused of what Roy Moore is accused of, I would hide out too and not be seen in public. i got to tell you, I think, though, either way, if he wins or if he loses, this is hell for the Republican Party. Do you think it's a lose-lose for Republicans? Hell for the Republicans. I do. I mean, the moment that he wins, all the Republicans, specifically the NRSC and mm-hmm. uh, Senator Cory Gardner of Colorado, who have said that That's they the want him expelled, for, to, get, to raise money for the senators. media is going to ask them, when are you going to start expelling him? And, and then it's going to be a month Those investigations process. take months. And guess what is also months away? The midterm, midterm election. election. So it all lines up. I have to ask you before we go, because one of the most controversial things, pre-allegation, that Roy Moore said, he said it to you. Yes. He said it to you in an interview. I don't I forget what year it was. He said it in 2005. I, inter- I interviewed him on and his new book on C-SPAN. You asked, asked him point blank. You asked him point blank if you think if you think homosexuality should be illegal, and he said that homosexual conduct should be illegal. It should be illegal. How I pushed that, him. How I said two consenting people in their own bedroom behind closed doors. He said yes. It's a, it's wrong. It's immoral. It's like bestiality. He went on and basically saying any gay person ought to be locked up. And that interview lives and his point of view hasn't changed his point of view hasn't changed and still that's not that, that's not really where the focus of this election has been when i ask pro roy moore supporters about it they some of them didn't even know what it actually happened i think that would also, also i would blame on doug jones for not raising that a little bit more anyway moving on you get first question sure yeah bye Three women accusing President Trump of sexual harassment are speaking out today. You get no question. <laughs> this, as the president's own ambassador to the U.N., says they have the right to be heard. Is Nikki Haley breaking with her boss? Is she breaking from the White House? Should Nikki Haley be concerned about her job? I've got a lot of questions. That's next.
Every woman lied when they came forward to hurt my campaign. Total fabrication. The events never happened. Never. All of these liars will be sued after the election is over. President Trump there in the final weeks of last year's election on the more than a dozen women who accuse him of sexual misconduct. He still has not filed those lawsuits, as far as I'm aware. And now several of the accusers are seizing on this cultural moment, coming forward again, talking about their stories and demanding action. Let's get back to it. Jim, three of them uh, spoke out today and are calling for Congress to investigate, much like Congress is investigating lawmakers who are accused of very similar things that they accuse the president of. Any possibility... Or is hell going to freeze over first before I, that happens? I, I'm going to try really hard not to laugh out loud and say, but like, have they paid, uh, yes, we're at a great cultural moment in which women are coming forward. Right. And a lot of people outside of the political realm, other than perhaps Al Franken at some point in the not-too-distant future, uh, Congressman John Conyers, a few of those folks have. But generally, you've seen the entertainment and media world react to these sorts of allegations a lot faster than the political world. Generally, you don't see people saying, we have to save Kevin Spacey. We can't let anybody else be cast in, in his TV show or anything like that. My suspicion is, is that if the Democrats win the House or Senate, they'll be very interested in doing this. There would be the game. They may even want to say, hey, you know what, let's throw that on the pile of impeachment proceedings. Uh, what's interesting, I don't know, they can, Congress can investigate it. You have not seen any president get indicted for any crime. So I don't really know what consequence. Short, let's, let's say, you know, he was crude. He was not, something that is not quite criminal but is bad behavior on the president. What do you do? Do you, uh, you know, a resolution of censure or something? This is all down the road after the midterms. I do not expect any serious consequence to hit Trump, uh, at least coming from a Republican-controlled Congress. In, in, in light of this, the, US, the president's ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, comes forward with, uh, I want to just get, let me just get your read. What was your read on what Nikki Haley said to Face the Nation? I've heard uh, two different things from people. Well, that she was in line, she didn't say they should be believed, she said they should be heard, but the White House hasn't even said that they should be heard or dealt with. They didn't even go that far. No, no, no. I think she spoke from her heart. I think she was caught off guard. I think she spoke from her heart. Uh. And I think she sent... Crim- sent- that's criminal. Speaking I, from your heart no. and getting caught off guard. And she sent shockwaves to the White House because last week... The president's attorney was in Supreme Court of New York State arguing just the opposite, that these women should not be heard. In fact, we just heard President Obama called them liars. President Trump, sorry, called them liars, fabricators. His attorney said they should not be heard because he's the president of the United States and basically he's above the law. She said just the opposite, which I think is right. Look, in this moment, in this Me Too moment, Donald Trump does not get a free pass and shouldn't. Or does he? He did not get a free pass this summer. These women were all over the press. These women hi- hired Gloria Aldred. What a coincidence. One of them. They one haven't of them. come up one with anything. Did. Let me say this about Leeds. I actually know that there was a this witness against her. She's the one on an airplane, one of the women and, and, and a guy named Anthony Gilbert Thorpe sat across from them, saw the whole thing, actually even said that when Trump went up to go to the bathroom, she whispers to him, I want to marry um, Donald Trump. And so, uh, I'm just saying, there's a witness against her. Katie Blair, who was a contestant in 2006, says Trump absolutely did, never, did not sure. come into the well, locker room. Let's have an investigation. The let's have and an what investigation. They're saying is Bring them well, forward no, and let them testify. No, this is all Trump but tell me presidency denial. Tell me what denial. you think of Nikki Haley's statement. What do you think of what Nikki Haley said? I, I am perplexed by that statement. I don't know if she was caught off guard or what she meant. Um, I think that she when one did, is caught off guard, uh, they don't normally... Uh, frankly, I, I think that, that she and the president deserve to be followed up, because I'd like to know more about what she meant, because in my opinion, 
there's been thorough vetting of this in the and the. Do you think it's a statement? Do you think she should be nervous about her job because she made the biggest the biggest um, sin in politics of telling the truth and speaking from the heart, or do you think this is a statement of how secure? She is in her job. I think anyone who's, who's in the Trump administration right now, the clock is ticking until they leave. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of time. But I think that we would know the president doesn't hold his cards close to the vest. I True. think if he was upset about her, he would have tweeted about her. He would have given her the Tillerson treatment. And we would have, uh, and we we would know his his unrest. But so far, we haven't heard. Jim Garrity checking the clock. It's 3 p.m. No tweets yet. He's been angry about Don Lemon. He's been angry about lots of other stuff. He just may not have noticed, and this may pass without him noticing again. Well, who knows? Just pop open a diet coke. As a campaigner during the time, Nikki Haley did not um, protect the the president the way she's the candidate the way she should have well it's she possible she's job. being consistent in, in what she job. said day 326 i'm also it. consistent in saying jack stop talking <laughs> day 326 of president trump's administration that's the state of america tonight we'll see you back here tomorrow when you work you work next level and when you play you play next level And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.